Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken. That is right, none taken. Uh, I am the movie moron, and this is the movie moron podcast and i'm your host easton moore and uh with me is just uh one guest this week um but a special guest um because he is a filmmaker here in wichita and a uh a friend that i've uh met over the last nine months or so okay. um podcast host of the midnight movie club the all new midnight movie all club. new midnight movie club because it is all new um started a couple months ago um and I can say that I uh, was probably one of the first to listen to it, um, listen to it that first Wednesday that it came out. Um, but yeah, we got a podca- podcaster, but I think uh, before that, definitely before that, Movie Maker uh, and Lester uh, himself. So thank you for coming on to the Movie More on Lester. Intros are weird. It is. <laughs> Intros are always weird. And you didn't listen to the music, so you have uh, you didn't know when when, when I was going to start Throwing things at you. Nah, I wanted to interrupt it and be like, all right, good morning, good evening, nice brand new episode. <laughs> so are you telling me you haven't been on guests on very many podcasts? You've just been the host for a little bit. I've been on guests on several, and it's always weird. Okay. It's always strange because it's like, I mean, you know, if someone is listening to it, they know you got a guest on. Because they're I, looking straight at you. Well, okay, <laughs> in your case, but, well, I guess in a lot of cases, everybody do video and, now and they stuff do, yeah. now. But like before, you know, if you was listening to someone podcast, a lot of times you pray, you look at the episode. Who the, who is this dude? You know, it's a guest. I don't know what's the best way to do that. I think from now on, I might do guests at, like introductions at the end. All right, <laughs> well, thanks make, everybody for make, listening. Make them wait until the very end to introduce yeah. your guest. Yep, um, that new voice you heard—that's a guest. <laughs> Well, uh, um, I kind of told a little bit, but you can go ahead and right at the top of the episode, let everyone know, um, <laughs> right, right, right when you're getting a drink, <laughs> let everyone know what you do, uh, where they can find all of your stuff. Um, we're doing back-to-back podcast here. I'm going to be, uh, he's on a guest of mine, and I'm going to be on his right after. Um, but uh, yeah, just let people know where they can listen to you and then where they can see your movies and um, all that, all uh, that shit. All right. Uh, well... I know you just said a lot, and I already forgot what you told me to do. But uh, Midnight Movie Club podcast, all uh, new Midnight uh, Movie Club. You got you corrected with me, but then you don't do it. Come on now, let's I do ju- that on purpose so that people will force to be like, remember what you said, so it kind of helps <laughs> the memory uh-huh. of everybody. So the all new Midnight Movie Club is a podcast that is um, the way I view it is taking the pretentiousness out of like that whole world of art that people go like if you was to go I'm going I'm going to listen to a movie podcast you kind of there's this expectation or when I say it's a movie podcast with filmmakers about filmmaking and film enthusiasts uh I think that you kind of go in there thinking it's going to be super artsy it's going to be like these deep dives and all this type of stuff. And that happens. But it's mostly like talking about film like regular people talk about film and yeah. and all the extra stuff around it. And then I just kind of let the conversation go where it goes. I used yeah. to have another podcast, the kind of famous uh <laughs> the kind of famous podcast, not the <laughs> kind of famous movie club. Kind of famous podcast where it was just more um pop culture, uh everything that was like going on, newsworthy stuff. But mostly around like black culture stuff, and then um, you know anything, just anything. And we got to about 150 episodes of that, uh, 
And so that was, um, you know, another weekly uh, weekly show. I think we did two, three years or whatever, 150 episodes work out to be weekly. Um, and I just took what made that work and I brought it over to like the Midnight Movie Club to be more uh, niche and, um, you know, do something crazy with that. So, and a part of that was, you know, as a filmmaker, I had to start doing something that was um, a lot more tied into what I'm doing. Before, doing a pop culture, general culture, conversational interview style, this and that podcast, it's like I'm trying to get people to understand when I leave to not if I don't pie one week I'm actually doing like the filmmaking <laughs> stuff yeah. where I can't be there and I, I just don't have the time so when I was missing episodes when things were actually going on and happening like where's the show where's the show like shit man I was shooting I'm out of town and over the course of doing the podcast I just ended up being booked more I had more projects because when I started it was all about like I need to figure out how to promote my shit and, you know, when nobody ringing my phone and say, hey, come be on interview, come do this, come do podcasts was still not in everyone's house like that. So, yeah, once I got there and then that thing happened that I told people would happen in the beginning started to happen. They didn't understand because they got too tied into the show. So now making the the filmmaking or film movie TV podcast. I think people are now a little bit more, would be a lot more understanding when I miss and I come back the next week and say, I was working on something. If you want to see what I work on, I don't know when you listen to this. I don't know if someone is like listening 20,000 episodes <laughs> down and they want to yep. start early on. Uh, it's arrowfilms.net currently because I had some issues with my website. I was lazy. I lost my debit card. My car was connected to my website auto deduct and i missed it and no one told me so it's arrowfilms.net right now a-r-o-w-e films.net but later it may be arrowfilms.com try both i don't know when you listen try one or the other probably down the line i'm just gonna own both of them and you can just watch or you can go to youtube arrowfilms on youtube facebook.com slash arrowfilms i think you could just find my shit but if you want to watch one that everyone pretty much enjoys, that's very deep, uh, hard hitting for people that deal with addiction, uh, Wi-Fi at rock bottom. If you Google that, you'll find me, and you can start your journey from there. Yeah, and that's right on his, uh, right on your YouTube. I saw that today, so <clears throat> I didn't watch that documentary yet, but I watched your other your narrative film that you did in uh, twenty. Stay home. Yep. Um. And so I, I saw that other one on there, but that was a 30-minute one and uh, didn't get the chance to watch that one yet. Watch what you want to watch. I'm not one of those, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to tell everyone you have to watch my stuff. I'm just going to say watch what you want to watch. Um, well, uh, until recently, I thought your movies were only on your website, and I kept on going to your website, and there was nothing at arrowfilms.com. Nah, now nah, that would be foolish, <laughs> and that's why you don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You no. got to make sure people can still and then find you, it. And then you told me they were on your uh, on your YouTube, so I I went and watched the the horror movie that you were uh, you were talking about, and uh, eventually we'll get around to watching the documentary. Um, it has a crap ton of views on YouTube. Whenever you want to watch it. 
If you want to watch, you don't want to watch it, you know, someone yeah. don't like it. Yeah, but you can go, yeah, right on the YouTube to watch his films and then uh, follow his uh, um, podcast at Spotify. I mean, it's it's everywhere. Yeah, if you if you listen to this podcast, do do, go uh, find it the same way you find everything else. Do you do, do you still do uh, video only on Spotify? I don't do video only. I'm only going to, well. Because that's what you did at the beginning, and then I heard you stop saying that, so. I didn't know if maybe you changed your mind. I haven't changed. You know the hard thing about podcasts, especially you do it the way I do it, is like you got you trying to tell everybody what to do, where to go, and people are going to go where they want to go. Yeah, and 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 unfortunately, like that's the part that I don't like. If I I rather much just start the show, start talking, and go from there. I would rather not tell, <laughs> tell you. people where to watch it i, yeah, re- I don't want to tell you what to watch it i don't really want to tell you to subscribe or like or review i don't want to tell you to do nothing i want to get right into what i was thinking about because by the time i do all that i forgot what i want to talk about <laughs> well uh thankfully i haven't forgot where we we're going with this so uh um all of our guests have to go through our litmus test what if your what are a few of your favorite movies and a few of your least favorite everybody's got to know that's listening They've, they've got to know. Do you have a, a good taste or a bad taste in movies? Everyone's got to know. So, All I mean, right. so uh, just give us a couple of your favorites and we'll move on to favorites. A, a couple of your least favorites. I mean, what year? No, we're just talking about general film, the whole scope of film. Just give me, I mean, it could be two, see, it could be seven. Um, right. It could be, you know, you got some here in like the pre 2000s and a couple in the uh, post 2000s, <laughs> if you think that matters. So, so I, this is what I think matters. This is the whole thing I talk about pretentiousness and I want my show to be. Like, I'll do a panel and I ask, like, you know, what's your favorite movie? But don't name nothing, like, in the last, name something within the last 10 years. Because people start saying Indiana Jones. They start saying Star Wars. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. Personally, I don't want to hear that. Star Wars is great, but move on. But, I'm, but okay, now you say that and then you get someone sit here and then if five guests say Star Wars, that don't necessarily mean they taste good. Yeah. That just mean that they know that they need to say Star Wars. And Star Wars ain't that good, but I ain't seen Star Wars. Yeah. You can't say it, <laughs> you can't say it ain't no good if you've never seen it. So, uh, favorites. Some of my favorites. I'm going I'm to name some recent stuff. So, um <clears throat> Strangers is one of my favorite horror films uh recent times. The Dark and the Wicked. Um uh I'm a, I'm a I'm a lover, obsessive lover of Texas Chainsaw Massacre for different reasons. Uh if we're gonna go start rewinding back. Uh, no, actually Snatch. Snatch is one of my favorite movies. Um Snatch is guy, great. Yeah, Guy uh Richie. Guy Richie, yeah. Um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, everybody. Jason Stratham won his first, mm-hmm. like, standout roles. Um, I've gotten a lot of people to watch that movie. It's it's good. Yeah, you got to watch Snatch. Oh, Seven. Can't forget Seven. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a banger. Um, Two Brad Pitt movies? Oh, I'm, Look, hey, let me tell you something. <clears throat> I love Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, my man Matthew McConaughey. Maddie Mac is what I like to call him. <laughs> uh, if he's in it, I'm watching it. I don't care what it is. If I find out he's in it, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, if I got time, yeah. Um, so those, you know, I, I'm leaning more into horror stuff, but it, it, it's a bunch of. I, I just I like what I like. So those are some movies. Let me see. Let me give me. Let me give you a drama. Um, time to kill. I love that. Uh, 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, so stuff I don't like. Um, Just a couple of your least favorites. It can be hot favorites. take. It can be not hot oh, take. Oh, you want me to do hot take? Everybody know I'm going to trash Stanley uh, Cooper. Fuck. You know? I, that, we just talked our last episode. <laughs> they thought we were going to do The Shining. And I'm like, nah, I, I ain't I ain't opening the can of worms on Stan, Stanley nah, Kubrick. Yeah, you know, I gotta, and sure I enough, give, I did it. Uh, I got to I gotta give him hell. But I think I give him for the right reason. People don't understand. Right now, my YouTube is killing me. I like I put a, 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 I put a clip on my YouTube. Of uh, some Stanley Kubrick conversation, they killing me. They swear, I, they swear I don't know shit about movies, but that's fine. I'm gonna let them keep doing it. Engagement. Well, uh, I, but also that's your that's your pretentiousness that you're talking about. Like the pretentious filmmakers and film viewers are like Stanley Kubrick is the greatest of all time. Yeah, and you're you're very anti. Uh, I'm not anti Kubrick. No, I, I mean you're 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 anti film. Uh, okay, percentages, percentages, and, and, and everybody says like, "Oh, Stanley Kubrick, top two filmmaker of all time," and you're like, "No, nah, dude, I'm like that." I, I, that's true because I no, also, I don't I don't agree at all. I love Stanley Kubrick, but, but I also but, feel like if I'm I can make the argument for why I'm saying what I'm saying, and it becomes very hard to refute in certain cases, in, in certain situations. I'm not gonna do it here, but you know, I give you a little. I just say that. Uh, he makes the best half movies out there. I'm not saying that he's not revolutionary to film. I'm not saying he didn't do all these great things for film and storytelling. Uh, he 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 influences several films, but half of those movies are ass. <laughs> It makes a good half and a bad half. That's Definitely the, does. That's, that's the less. Not even take. that. It makes amazing halves. And the other half just doesn't stand up. It just depends on what half you like. Um, but what's 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 the movie that's your least favorite? That's what I'm trying to get. I mean, I'm trying to dig. Uh, of Kubrick or in general? Kubrick. Well, in general, but I assume you've got to throw one Kubrick in there. Oh, uh, if I was gonna throw a Kubrick in there, I'm 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 man. Uh, what's my Tom Cruise joint? Is that Vanilla Sky? Or is that Stanley uh, Kubrick? Vanilla Sky? It might be. Now, yeah, I think it, now it's eyes wide shut. That's the one. You ain't got to look it up. But if it's either that or um, it's either that or um, two thousand one. You know, uh, two thousand one is not the worst. Oh, uh, you know you what? Of Kubrick, it is that one. It's that Doctor Strange Love. That's the one. If I was gonna put one on the fucking chopping block. That's the one I'm putting on top of the block. Um, I will agree with you there. I did not <laughs> like Doctor Strange Love at all, and uh, I will probably get hate for that because I love Stanley Kubrick. Now, and I, I would not put 2001. I I agree with your take on it being not great because it's like eight movies in one, and some of it's great, some of it's not, and it's also the weirdest ass movie I've ever seen. But it was also made like I think 60. 68. Yeah, well, people talk about it too much. Uh, <laughs> okay, but something other than Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, what yeah you I'm got? trying to think is because you know, you don't really just retain super trash movies when you when you see. I'll tell you one I didn't like is Hobo with a Shotgun. Actually, if I okay, I think I'm coming on to a list. Hulk, that one of them first Hulks uh, that came out when the first little run of like 
superhero movies was coming. Hulk was ass. Um, uh, oh, damn, what is it called? Uh, damn, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, a zombie movie. It was a real big deal at one point. Twenty eight days later. Twenty eight days of motherfucking later, man. I felt, man. <laughs> I, I was tried really to hoping you were twice. I, I was really hoping you weren't going to go with the crazies because I like that. No, one. No, 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 no. I, I can't remember it completely, but now nah, I'm talking twenty eight days okay. later. I remember seeing that in the theater, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And people still say that's one of the greatest zombie movies because of all time. that's that that's the. I, I really believe movies have a lot of group think in it, and yeah. that's why oh, I don't. Yeah. That's why I really fight hard on like some of those statements. Because again, like Star, you take something like Star Wars. How many you people, haven't seen it? I'm, but I'm saying what I'm saying in the large part is like people are so obsessed with Star Wars that it becomes like, do you like Star Wars or does? Because everyone tells you it's a great movie that you feel like great. Yeah, I think it got. It's there's also hard. a crap ton of people that say everyone loves Star Wars, so fuck Star Wars. I hate it. I mean, you got I don't two know sides of that same coin. Those. Oh, oh, trust me. But, as it, as somebody that has Star Wars as one of their favorite movies of all time, like trust me when I say Star Wars is my favorite movie of all time, they're all like, "Man, Star Wars is doo doo." And I'm like, "What? What do you hate about? Well, I haven't actually seen it yet." But I, I would say, I would say, okay, me, I would say that I, I, if I, I'm okay, I'm agreeing with you there. I think those people are legitimately trolling though. Okay, but you say Star Wars is bad and you haven't seen it yet. So you're saying you're trolling? Uh, yes, I'm saying that. <laughs> but I'm also saying that, and, I, and I'll always admit that in the course of that, but I will also say I do think that people, there's Schindler's List. I will say in a heartbeat, I don't think most people seen Schindler's List that call it great. It's such a bizarre type of movie. Spielberg. It is, yeah. It's black and white. It's It's... Long as hell. Long as it's hell. Drama as hell, and it's sad as shit. Yeah. Spielberg, oh, which me, I haven't even seen it. But all me, the reasons why I just told you, that's why I haven't seen it because it's I black and white. My, long as hell my love list is a uh, 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 tombstone. Tombstone. One Tombstone's great. The quick in the day, we get to some westerns and shit like that. Uh, so there's some more that I like. But um, what what was you talking about? What did I just mention? Star Wars. How everybody just group thinks. Was it something else I said after Star Wars? It was just group think, how people think. So, but in Schindler's List, people are told, like, people just say it's great. Okay, that's what I'm saying. All right, so even with Kubrick, a lot of, I think, people say it, and that's why I don't really get, I try to push back on pretension, because I think people of a certain age shouldn't have this reverence for certain movies because they're too young to really grab. Do you think? Because some movies, uh, uh, in that space and time, and I can be pretentious because I'm about to in, here in a second, but <laughs> there's a space and time that a movie makes you feel something. And I, I Candyman, and I don't know what, how how you want to throw that in there. No, but, no, it's all good. But like, there's certain moments where this movie makes most sense in this moment. Yeah, I I become much more attached to the movies that come out in the genre or in the in the time period that I lived in. Because they they're in our social con, in our social commentary. They're, yeah. they're they're taking place in a time and a social think that we're currently living in. So it it's much easier to connect with a movie that comes out now than something that came out in the '60s, where there's a completely different world. 
that was being lived and their their ideology was different their view were their their view on the world is different everything's different so the whole movie was also seen in a different light so, yeah, so you I, go I to star wars yeah. and let's bring oh that's what i was not about to shit on spielberg so like <laughs> spielberg like Ooh. nothing like he makes really good movies but it's almost like y'all in love with spielberg but are y'all in love with Spielberg because we have universally accepted him to be great, and maybe he do do have like these these movies that people love. Probably ass. It's probably just okay at best. My man, um, Matt Reeves. No, no, no. Oh, um, Nolan. Christopher Nolan, one of my favorite filmmakers. I mean, I think a lot of people are gonna say that. Yeah. He makes some ass movies though. He has a couple like. I was about to say that Spielberg makes some of the greatest movies, but he also makes some of the trash, like the trashest movies. It's just like sometimes stuff hits and sometimes it doesn't, especially with Spielberg that has like, I don't know, 60 movies. Under yeah, his but name. don't even take the ones that are like ass. Just take the ones that people just deem as great and you could go. Not really. It's it's OK. You know, um, uh, Jordan Peele. Love Jordan Peele. Um as much as I love what he's made, I can also say Nope didn't fucking hit. I like Nope. I like a lot of things about Nope. But when you compare it to the other three, it's like, yeah, you didn't land this the way that you landed tomorrow. Other two. He's only made three. That's what I'm yeah, yeah. what did I say? Well, that's what I mean. So yeah. the other he only made three. Yeah. But if you mention Jordan Peele, I still think people are gonna be like the greatest motherfuckers of all time. And so when you consider like one of the greatest or you're great whatever you get extra on your on on, on on things that you make that you probably don't. Well, deserve. my hot take on Jordan Peele is I love him. He's made one really, really good horror movie and two very average horror movies. I think Us and both, Us and Nope are nah, slightly man. above average. Uh, us is a, So now let's go back to what I was saying about time. A, a movie like... <clears throat> so a movie movie like us a movie like get out get out's the one that says great yeah yeah but i'm just mentioning these two so a movie like us a movie like get out hits differently for people like me than it probably you because we bring a certain baggage uh if you just listen i'm black but <laughs> uh, uh uh we bring a certain context and baggage and we see the microaggression we see all these little things that maybe you wouldn't see and that makes it like man you know it makes it uh, it elevates its uh uh value to us but uh no pun but to you probably just decent or a good movie based on what you are able to grab from it so i think that's why sometimes you take something like star wars again haven't seen it but from what I hear and things that I read on it, it feels like that's another one of those movies that has its own interpretation if you lived when it came out. When I when I say what I say and I hear people argue about it once I fucking start a fire about saying fuck Star Wars or whatever, and I hear what they talk about, it feels very much like it's probably more better if you were around when it came out than if... You know, you had a kid and he watched and you tried to bring him in. You got to watch Star Wars. Well, he first, might like it, but he might not. On the Star Wars thing, the only thing that will make Star Wars not as good now 
as it was back then is because other things have taken the model of Star Wars, and so you may feel like you've already seen the story over. Okay. But Star Wars was the first one to do it. Okay. And so you, you may think, like, well, I've kind of seen some of this story arcs before, but that's because Star Wars did it first, and other people realize this is one of the greatest complete stories that I've seen and I'm going to take that formula and use it in my own film because it's so fucking good on the, on the uh, Jordan Peele, us and Nope or not Nope, uh, us and and get out, get out. I think has one of the greatest twists in horror movies. Us has a very bad twist. And that's why I don't, that's why I don't put us on the pedestal pedestal of get out. Now I, I may miss a lot of the nuanced stuff in there. I don't think I do because I, I tend to be pretty proactive in uh, political culture, but I could definitely, I could yeah, definitely no, miss I, some stuff, yeah, but I feel like, miss it. but I feel like the twist is the stuff that I didn't like in us that I liked and get out. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and, that's and, why I feel and like I get the, that. I yeah. think for me, and I know, think Nope had a better twist than us did as well. Okay, I mean, shit. You, okay, <laughs> I, mean, I can't do nothing with that. I can't tell you, you know, you're right it's or all, wrong. It's, it's all everyone's opinion. Yeah, uh, we don't uh, have to keep talking about this stuff. Either. Right, We've got go. a whole Candyman episode to talk about. Um, well, okay. There's your little uh, or your very large uh, movie. Now uh, you know where I come from. Now you know where he comes from. Now, now you know what he over. likes, what he doesn't like, and what he's unwilling to watch. Um. Because it's too popular. Man, I may watch it one day. I don't know. <laughs> you got to come over and watch it. I'm just saying. Everyone's I, trying to get me to watch it. I'll watch it one day. Yeah. And uh, and I also feel like uh, at Maybe some point I'll, something's too overhyped. TBS or something. Yeah. Um, well, we're doing Candyman 2021. The uh, sequel slash... Uh, remake it's it in my opinion it's more of a sequel just a flat sequel uh but there are some people that are saying it was kind of a remake of the original but i see it as a as a straight sequel but uh we're doing uh we're doing candy man um this is a part of our horror movie marathon uh this might be our only horror movie marathon bonus episode but uh, uh lester is a huge horror movie fan and he's been wanting to come on for a long time, but won't ever watch a new movie. So we're like, you know what? Let's just go watch a let's watch a horror movie and talk about it. So uh, he said he really wanted to watch Candyman and talk about it. So I mean, I saw it already. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it, yeah, but you're you're a pretty busy guy. Um, but it was a movie you. Uh, I won't spoil whether you liked it or disliked it, but you had a lot of thoughts about, and you said you wanted to talk about it. So I watched it yesterday. You watched it. Um, you said his name. <laughs> I haven't said it five times yet. Or in a mirror, so I'm good. Okay, fair enough. I don't know what you did before I got here. <laughs> well, I'm not dead yet, so. Yet. It doesn't take long. Patience. <laughs> okay, uh, what were your general thoughts when you watched uh, when you watched Candyman and maybe now that you've thought about it for a long time? All right, well, I don't think it's neither – I don't think it's a sequel. I think it's a spiritual remake for sure. But I can't put it as a as a sequel. My thoughts, damn. See, this is the hard part about your show when I listen to it. It's like, man, you just got to jump into the spoilers when you're talking about my thoughts. Um, man, what I thought. I thought it was good. Here, well, 
this is this is a movie that came out a long time ago, so you can do some l- loose spoilers if you have to. No, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna play the game. Let me see. Okay. I'm gonna try okay. to get it. Um, I think I one. I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope that a female um, um, director uh, made it and, and really made a horror film, which is almost you know practically unheard of. Not that it's never happened, but on this scale, on this level. Um, speaking of Jordan Peele, this is uh, this is one a monkey paw. Uh, production so this is still in the wheelhouse of a person who i feel like is on the pulse and i felt like the film stayed um in line with what we are have expected and seen come from monkey pop productions and having a social commentary and film which is one of the like when i name films that i like or especially in the horror genre it is those ones that really tap into like social commentary and nuance and subtext and everything while also just delivering on being a horror film that is surfacely blood and kills and everything that you want to see. So for me watching it, um, my impression walking out was like, they did it. They, they, they did it. I I fucked with that. I don't know what else you want me to say. No, no, that's all good. We don't have to talk a lot of non-spoiler. As somebody that just watched the film, um, I wouldn't say the movie is like uh, deathly scary uh, by any means, uh, but it does have um, a really good balance of being a horror and uh, um, uh, that political commentary. There, there are a lot of movies where that's like the focus, and that's where they like. I don't know. That's like the whole purpose is like, I need to, I need to push my political idea or whatever. And, uh, that's not what this was at all. It, it decided this was, uh, I do think this is a sequel because it's, um, it's supposed to be 25 years ish, uh, after the first, um, and you have many reoccurring, uh, characters, characters that were in the first that are now in the second one. Um, some that you recognize that are in the first, and some that you don't recognize that were in the first. Um, I don't know how long ago it was that you saw the original versus the second, but I watched the original and the second all within like a seven month period. So the original was still pretty fairly fresh on my mind. Yeah, I mean, the original's. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna watch it if if it's on. I'm definitely gonna watch the original because I really, I, you know, I'm I'm king hot takes, so I got hot takes for that too. But, uh. Uh, you know, I I I say that because not even though that you do have you know some of those original characters and they say I think it was more uh, more to put the lore of Candyman together to kind of find some glue with the old one, but with what the old one was saying and doing versus what this one is saying and doing, there is a juxtaposition there. But I don't think that they were, you know, when you think of a sequel and you think of like. A, a, a continuance of that story. I don't think it's there. Do you maybe think that it's a spiritual uh, successor? Um, because Candyman does Candyman act a little bit different in this movie compared to the second? Is that why he feels? Nah. I, uh, well, because uh, well, he does. Yes, yes he, he does act a little different. Yeah, he, he has it, a different. I don't know if it's motivation, but. Yeah, I would say motivation. I would I would say you know it, it is it, it is way more bloody or whatever yeah. in the more current version. 
But I don't think, and I, you said the motive, he's motivated different. All those things that Candyman is in this don't line up with what his motivation was in the first one. Gotcha. And and then, you know, if you if you took what was happening and the reasoning in the first one and you put it with this one, it's it 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 as much of a political commentary. It probably wasn't a political. Yeah, I guess at the time it, it, it was it a had political a, commentary. It had a piece, then. but it was tasteful. It was it was all things that like made sense for the story and made sense for Candyman himself. But see, I'm so always say Candyman was right in the first one. <laughs> he, he wasn't the victim. Well, he was the he victim. He was the victim, yeah, yeah. Like, we're no, talking about a and that, man And that, that stays a, true to this one. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But, right. Not as heavy, but it still stays true. Uh, Yes, but it was irrelevant. It was relevant and irrelevant at the same time. Candyman's backstory <clears throat> in the, in the in, was it 2001? Oh, the this original one? Candyman? No, no, this one. The oh, most, 2021. 2020, yeah, t- yeah, that's what I meant. T- 2021. Yeah. The 2021 Candyman, um, um, his, everything that he did was mostly irrelevant to what I feel like the bigger, the larger story of what this Candyman was saying in its commentary versus the original Candyman. And that's where I'm like, you know, I, I, I can see, I see why why we put it together, um, um, and in the spirit of it, I do feel like that this the reasoning for making this movie because it was Jordan Peele. We had the script from um, um, the uh, not the script, but the di- the female director. It was a way to bring the lore of Candyman back. You know, this one, you know, everyone's remaking horror stories, but you're not getting that black horror story back. Like, it was so many things contextually uh, 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 that it was meant to do, I feel like, that made the Candyman character itself not as relevant or, or important to what it was doing in contrast to the original Candyman. I feel like the original Candyman was definitely pushing that line harder because of the racial issues that was going on at that time and you have one of the first black i guess now we call them horror movie icons no yeah he he's definitely a horror movie icon um now you're gonna uh, we'll get there go ahead (laughs) yeah i guess i i feel uh slightly just just slightly different that that this one doesn't have the same political drive behind it um but like i said i i'm usually one that's a little bit more harsh on movies that have a uh an ideology behind it that's trying to push it and i don't think this was anything that was uh outside the realm of like justified tension um but you only really got the true message um We'll say the true message of this at the end. That was a reveal more than it was uh, something that was. Uh, I, I would even say carefully stitched together because I don't even. Well, think that I was think the, case. the uh, um, without revealing too much, uh, there was an art director that was uh, very yeah. blatant with how uh, she communicated her ideas, um, and then there was the the whole gentrification stuff that was very heavily throughout the movie. Um, and then the descriptions of who Candyman originally is or the multiplicity of who Candyman is. 
um, that were all very racially motivated and all justifiably racially motivated that I thought were all good and not like not forced, but just honest. And I thought were, were good. There, there are some stuff that I feel like is, is pushed too much to just be like, watch my movie because it's talking about how hard some people have had it. And this doesn't seem like that at all is what I'm trying to say. Um, it was all very subtle and done, I think, well. And I think even the original Candyman is the same way. I like both of them. I think I like this one slightly more because it was a little bit more horror-ish. Yeah. Um, and... But also, like like I was saying about all this other stuff, you got this, the 21 version of um, Candyman, in a time where you can understand the, the not only the culture, but the t- the, the current temperature of yeah. some of the subject matter compared that to been. 93 yeah and back then the the, the 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 93 version of Candyman what it's saying is saying something um I do think the 93 version does a good job of explaining to you what that time was though because you have the white yeah. teacher or professor and you like um I thought she played a great character and I think they did a good job of like I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but like, I think it showed the social commentary, like how it was in 93 really well. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and it, cause it's a contemporary piece much like the, at that time it was a contemporary piece. Like this candy man is a contemporary, contemporary piece. But then the, we're talking about, you know, Rodney King rise. We're talking about a lot of shit that was happening, happening in black culture where not much like this one, where now it's saying these people are kind of behaving well, not in so many ways behaving away because of look at what they did to this slave. Uh, and both both of them do that, right? Yeah, and 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 that's why I say spiritual more than anything than more sequel. I think the sequel is just more to tie it all together personally. Make it make sense with what happened then, and put it together. But I, I really don't. I, I for me, it, shit, it really don't even matter one way or another. I got two <laughs> fucking good movies that I can enjoy. Candyman, they didn't drop the ball, which is even better. Okay, you know you can drop a ball with an icon, and that sucks. Okay, well, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess we, I think we're about ready to get into spoilers. So, all right, um. I think this might probably be pretty easy for you. Do you recommend watching this movie? Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. I'm the same way, but I, I think you should watch the original. I think it gives a lot of context to Yeah, you should watch the original. To this movie. Both of them. There are there are a lot of things that, that uh get revealed um in the later yeah. half of this movie. Um that if you don't see the original, you're not there's not gonna be a, a significant weight. They do a good job of like kind of showing you what the original said or what the original did in this movie, because I think they assumed a lot of people would just go watch the movie without watching yeah. the original. Uh, but I still think it's better if you see the, the whole, the totality of the original. Definitely should watch the original, watch the original. If you're going to have a movie night on, you're going to, you want to watch about hardship by black. Nah, but if you, you can watch that one first, Candyman 93 first, then 21 after that. 
and this is gonna be a fun little ride. And then you gonna yeah. probably wake up the next day and get in the mirror and say Candyman a bunch of times. <laughs> Scare yourself. Scare yourself quite a bit. Um, yeah, this. Uh, um, yeah, I I also do recommend it. I I like I said I think I like the second one a little bit more than than the original, but the the first just isn't very scary. On I think that's just our time period though. Like movies in the early two thousands, nineties and stuff just wasn't as as scary as it is now. Um, and I don't even think this movie's that scary, but there's at least a little bit more gore to it and a little bit more uh, I don't know suspenseful spots. But, um, well, that's about it. Uh, we're going to go to spoilers, um, right after we take this short little break. So if you want to hear us talk about, uh, all of the extensive pieces of Candyman, stick around. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet, go watch it, uh, go watch both of them and then come back to listen to our thoughts on Candyman. Sponsor of today's episode is Newsly. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web and topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a nice voice. You can browse articles from topics you choose and start playing, so you can stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow any topics uh, like sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you out loud. And they have podcasts as well, exploring trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, The Movie Moron, is there too. I started using it as my default podcast app lately, and they even have digital radio. Uh, Download and use Newsly for free now at www.newsly.me or from the link in the description and use promo code T-H-E-M-M that I will also put in the description and receive a one-month free premium subscription service. So, download the Newsly app now. All right, and we are back after that short little break, uh, and now we're getting into spoilers. So, if you haven't seen Candyman, uh, you can keep listening. It doesn't matter. The movie's been out for a long time, but uh, we still do recommend going and watching it. We both think it's a good horror movie, um, and I really don't think it's that scary. It, it may be a horror movie, but I don't think it's like scary horror. There's a couple gore. There's a little bit of gore, but not necessarily like this is not your jump scare, your demon possession, scary, I think, kind of movie. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into spoilers. So uh, you were really excited to get into uh, talking about all the juicy details. So did you have something you want to go with or do you nah, want me to nah, start? Really? It's just it's hard. to. It, it, that's why my show is like. Hey, we gonna spoil no, no, yeah, you you, you have no uh, you have no <laughs> regards for spoilers, but you, I mean, you we do. don't really spoil. It's just if it happens, yeah. I don't and you're not talking about a movie that came out that weekend. It's it's a little that, bit different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, especially no. movie now. If you're talking about something that was on streaming, I possibly could have watched that. Like yeah. I could have already. Yeah, when I mean, you were talking about Dahmer and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, but I have to say, the worst thing about this movie for me. I'm gonna have to look at the condition. The end credits. <laughs> no, it shouldn't be anything that you. The condition. Oh man, I'm keep no, talking so you can edit. This guy, uh, uh, triphobia. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. With the holes and shit. The holes all throughout the uh, the right side of his body. All th- that that was the worst thing because I I have I don't. Want to have that on my screen anymore? Uh, triphobia. It's yeah. it's just the, um, 
It's a phobia of small holes, and mine's not necessarily small holes in general. Like, it does, if you have a bunch of small holes, it does get to me, but specifically on skin, Mm. on human skin, that really just irks me. And at the very end of the movie, when he's Candyman, the whole right side of his body is just, it's supposed to be beehives. Yeah. And it's just small holes from the tip of his finger all the way up to the side of his head, and that, that was the only time I was really, like... I don't want to keep watching this stuff, but I did, and I just yeah. tried to block it out. I tried to, you know, section that part of the movie out of my mind and got through it. But man, that's that's the first time I've seen a horror movie, and mm. I mean, props to them because it looked really good. But I, oh, that got me. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't really have a. I think that's where it gets difficult to me. If I like a film, I'm not really trying to find. There's no things that end up standing out because I forgive it if you fucking do everything right. So, like, when you talked about Nope, you felt like Nope had a better, whatever you said, twist. Or yeah, just like, twist. Yeah. yeah, but then I'm like, well, it, it didn't land the fucking, it didn't stick the landing. So, I'm kind of like, I agree. fuck the twist. Like, it didn't work to me because you messed it. Not that you messed up, it just didn't have what I was thinking it was. Your twist give was me. good, but you didn't have enough with the twist to to really yeah. solidify the end. Yeah. Yeah, you just didn't I mean, I to me, I, I'll take a no, nah, I ain't gonna say that publicly. But okay. <laughs> so, uh no, nah, so for me it's, with with uh Candyman, um you know, I the political commentary, you know, really Locking into the Black Lives Matter stuff, uh, you said that, uh, um, you know, you get movies that try to beat you over the head with like the agenda, or whatever. Yeah. See, I feel like a good horror movie that should always be there. I think horror movie was horror movies was a way to talk about um, social commentary, social things in a more acceptable way that people can digest. Um, metaphor a little bit differently than they could if you just gave them a heavy-handed white people are wrong black people you know all the stuff that come with those type of films that generally turn people off i think the good ones are always the good ones just do that period um where i can step back and go oh i see what what they was trying to say with that and that's what this is a metaphor for this is where for me my pretentiousness come in where i don't like i don't look at star wars or 2001 and really go uh, okay sure i look at horror movies the Candyman's, the uh uh one of my favorites night of the living dead and it's a social commentary piece and you know, now you're so far down the line in the Dead series that that's missing. And to me, zombie films suck because zombie films, you know, w- the way it started, you know, was trying to say something about humanity because we all can see ourselves as the un uh, uh, the civilians, or whatever, um, and we are, then we. Uh, are against like the undead then you got to figure out like what what is the zombie what's the whole situation around the zombies and it puts us in a position that we could probably identify those uh prejudices we have within like zombie a zombie film and i think once we got two three down the line of 
the Living Dead series, we were done with that. You know, Texas Chainsaw does it. Um, I mean, I, but Candyman. So, like, for me, looking at Candyman, the original, or even, um, or, or we'll just stick with Candyman, I watch it, and you talked about it, it shows the time. It's like, yeah, because in this time, we had so much shit going on against black people that we was having trouble trying to help people understand why there is this this uprising feeling where you want to fucking kill a white person. And that's what Candyman original was getting this revenge back. And in the film, he's the bad guy. They did everything to him. And he's coming, man, I'm going to get this baby, fuck this lady, all this shit. I'm getting my revenge for what they did for to me or whatever by, uh, was it? Not sacrifice. Was it sacrifice? Whatever the shit the is. Baby the baby was supposed to be a sacrifice. Yeah, like. I never understood. I don't know. I never understood that. Uh, in the original, Candyman was using the white woman to be the surrogate of his murders. He would murder and the white woman would take the blame for it. Mm. And this one, you don't get that as much. Yeah, but because. That, and so going to what I was saying is I don't really put a lot of energy on can once you give me the whole film i don't really care about candy man like that i like the fact that when we walked away from this film coming from a certain culture we are we feel more for candy man than we felt for all that shit yeah. that was going on and now, I, granted throughout the film it was doing that like you talk about the art direct uh the curator at the art museum all that was like, I think that's when you kind of got that shift of like. Well, even the art critic, uh, like both of them, yeah, the critic. white lady and the white dude. I think by then it was already like, all right, this is what we're doing. And then once we got to the end, then it got like even more blade what 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 the movie was, was attempting to say. So, well, as somebody that's not in that culture, um, I, I feel white. like, yes, I am <laughs> white. Um. I feel like I got that from the first and the second film. The fact that it, like it, it really tells you like this is a person that's on a revenge tour yeah. that was done absolutely terribly wrong. In the second movie, it's it's supposed to be a hive of black men that have all been wronged by right. by, and I think it it communicates both of them very well. But see, it and it and it doesn't, and it makes me think the same way that you're saying that he's not necessarily a bad guy because he's just. Uh, I'm it's, the the evil that was done to him is just being I don't know almost transferred through him in a in a different way. Like he he survives through that. Uh, his essence survives through that hatred. But you got uh, now you have the benefit of time. So fast forward today, you can look at Candyman and and kind of probably see that. But Candyman wasn't made because oh we need another horror film. Was made as a commentary piece, and and uh, for people who wasn't understanding that at that time, we're talking about the '90s. So gang culture was big. You know, people. This is fear. I think uh, it's probably no. It's, it's before OJ, but like all this shit was going on in black black and brown communities at that time, and there was this fear. Uh, um, and, and so I think that's where. You have the benefit of today to go all that progress that we have. Yeah, it makes sense. 
the original Candyman can make sense today in a way that it probably didn't make then. Again, another movie that you could be a white person, love Candyman, and really just saw a good surface horror film and been done with it. And I think that's the that for me is one of the the great things about horror films is you can um uh uh, uh ha- if you do it well you have a very surface horror film and then you have something that's up under there that's really trying to make a statement and uh I, I, that's why I enjoy horror more than I probably enjoy any other genre um, because it, it has the ability to do that by being, you know, obviously uh, you got to suspend your belief, disbelief. You got to, uh, it, it, it just does a lot to the, to the, to the, to your psyche, to you, to um, pretentious word, pretentious word, pretentious words, pretentious <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. Um, I like how horror can have that commentary, but I, I think any genre can have it. Um, and I think horror. I don't know. I think other genres have to be like a drama. A drama could do it, but it's going to be so heavy handed because yeah. there's not enough metaphor that you can put in a genre, uh, 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 in a drama uh, to, to say that. Like you almost have to. What story are you telling me? Tell me a story because you go in there looking for whatever that story is going to be. And there may be some subtext there, uh, 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 but you need the the i don't know the word i'm looking for you need this this i I don't know this this big over-the-top thing that happens sometimes like i feel like nolan's batman or some of the is the best bat best type of nolan's batman joker dark knight begins are all commentary pieces in my in my mind that's why i love about dc uh characters over marvel those are all action dark action but well i look at dc as adult film because uh uh what they are doing is taking a villain and showing you you relate to that villain more than you relate to batman you don't really do that with iron man and iron man and batman are practically the same care in the modern yeah spelling of it they're the same fucking character but People will in the MCU you side more with the Iron Man than you do uh, with some of you know the people he goes up against. The only time I feel like the MCU did anything close to that was with um, my man with the fist, um, with the gems and shit. The I'm not the MCU. Oh, <laughs> Thanos. Thanos. I think Thanos was the one character where you kind of like you know what Thanos got a point. I think what Nolan did and what DC can do, a lot of DC movies are ass, but you you should you we are more the villain than we are the hero, and I think that's what DC does very well, and, and horror movies can as well. I think you know you can find yourself more connected to, not now, but you know Michael Myers than you are with. Some other shit. I don't know where I'm trying to go with that. <laughs> um, horror for horror's sake is like st- stupid. It's fun. It's a fun. It can make for a fun film, but I don't think you walk away for it. I mean, you watch a bunch of movies. Think about how many horror movies you've seen and how many just stay with you. Of uh, they just disappear quick. Yeah. Well, some of my favorite horror movies don't have a huge 
commentary to it other than, I don't know. Like I said, so what's your favorite? Uh, Name heredi- a couple. Hereditary. I it think follows. It does. I um, think it does. The Invisible Man, which is a, a feminist. Oh, rap. the 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 newest Invisible Man. Yeah, that's I, a feminist all commentary. All those got commentary in it. All those are especially Hereditary. I think. Uh, Ari Aster, I know that we ain't even talking about Candyman at this point, but Ari Aster got something going on in his life. He's he's my favorite horror movie director. Have you seen the something about the Johnsons? Something strange about the Johnsons? That's his first fucking film. If you watch Ari Aster's films, something's wrong with that man. Like he's going through something. He is he is I think he is sharing a part of his life with us. And uh uh yeah, that joint right there. Uh he He's sharing something about his life in his films that we're not grasping. Don't even don't read nothing. Just watch it. It's on YouTube or Vimeo. Don't even, don't even, don't read nothing. You just need to <laughs> okay. see that shit. All right. Uh, when you watch that and you take Hereditary, you take Midsommar, like he is struggling with something with family. With 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 something yeah. in parental his parental guidance. Some trauma, like all that, is bleeding through his stuff, and and I, I think it's there. What's the other one you named? You named oh, it follows. It follows is about fucking STD, so that's simple. But <laughs> yeah, and then but the last Cabin one was Fever. A, yeah, uh, it follows and Cabin Fever are damn near the same fucking movie. And Cabin Fever, I think, is like a zombie film kind of, or or something very similar. Same fucking film, just juxtaposed differently. But what horror films did in that boom in the 80s of teenage blah, 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 and having sex and all this type of shit was a commentary on current culture, and it just kind of continued to expand with It Follows and and Cabin Fever. There you go. Yeah. No, no. Pretentious words, pretentious words, pretentious words. No, you know your horror films, so... I love that's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. That's your thing. Um, we can get back to Candyman. I just well, I, there's, there's not a whole lot more with uh, Candyman that I I really have to say. Um, I I do kind of wonder uh, what your thoughts are on uh, one the uh, the relationship between uh, the main character and his girlfriend. Um, I I. I don't know if you remember much about it, but she very much was uh, disconnected after the whole thing started. And second, why in the hell did he not get his hand checked out faster? Yeah, man, motherfuckers <laughs> make poor decisions, man. You see this in all kind of... That's what I'm saying. There's parts... That's what... Uh, another thing in horror movies, like, they just do... I kept you on need, seeing this hand, and I'm like, how the fuck is this guy not... He's peeling off yeah, his skin. He's not... Scratching on his... Come on, bro. Go to the doctor. What's this, happening? This, your, your hand's almost gone. And then the side of his face starts getting fucked up, and he still isn't in the doctor. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, this is... Your, yeah, your skin's I, decaying. Yeah, you have... Not, I think horror films have to do little silly, stupid stuff just to remind... Like, all right, this is one thing, and I... You know, I, 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 I write script, and I think what has to have What happens is... Horror films especially have to make such leaps mm. to get to the next thing, the next point that you got to do some ridiculous shit that the common person wouldn't do or would take care of. You saw Smile, right? No. You saw Smile? You still Not yet. Seen? You were telling me about seeing Smile. I you did. You not seen it. I saw it. Well, all right. 
I figured, you know, like, well, I, I would have brought that up if I, whatever. Anyway, so. I would have went and watched it if you told me you wanted to do that Well, one, you told me you was going to, like, do it, like, two days out. I'm like, I'm not going to see it then. <laughs> but then I, I got too many trailers. On, not trailers, but, like, you know, your yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, ads. I think it's because of it. you. You were talking about it. I was it talking. <laughs> yeah. Your Android, your Android phone heard me talking about smile. First of all, Samsung of- Galaxy. Don't be, y'all say Android like a four-letter word. It's derogatory, it feels like. The tone in which you said that, um, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. I think in in, in film in horror films especially, like you gotta just let that go. Um, I, I, yeah, those things have to do ridiculous stuff just to get to the next point. And there's one of those things that um, Victoria, you know, that, that was in the film, uh, Strangers in a Diner deal. She in those early uh, sessions. I was telling her, like, nah, I need to make this make sense. I need to explain this. I need to explain that. And she's like, you just skip that. Like, one, it's a short. And two, you don't have to really explain everything. Some stuff just won't make sense. If you do everything else that you wanted to do, if they only remember that one part, you didn't do everything else well. And that it's crazy to have someone tell me that when I make commercials and I tell other people that if you only cared about that two seconds that this weird thing happened in the commercial, then I didn't do the other 28 seconds right. Commercials are 30 seconds. So, yeah, I, I, I so now I'm, I'm, I'm very forgiving. When I see it, I'm like, all right, whatever. I guess y'all don't want to explain why he never, he didn't have insurance. Could someone just say that at least? But hmm. that's probably the case. He had. He was an artist. Yeah, he was an artist. Uh, had Medicaid, probably food stamps, but they ain't even. I don't, he was. They definitely didn't have food stamps. They had a nice ass house. Yeah, I was gonna say he had too much going on not to get to the doctor. That's that's that was one thing I had, but I I, I did want to know how you felt about the relationship between, and and how she reacted to to him. If you thought that, that was a, a good, healthy, I don't know, just how you. I'm trying to remember. I know that uh. Uh, she had her own thing going on. What? Give give it to me. She was uh, so she was kind of an art curator. Yeah. Um, and and he basically couldn't get outside of his like uh, original piece that he was making in college. He was kind of like recreating the same thing that made him famous. Yeah. Uh, until he got this story on, um, Candyman, and he was obsessed. He kind of obsessed over it, and he started making stuff that people enjoyed. But it was also people only enjoyed it because it started to become relevant because people started getting murdered in front of his work. And she was kind of withdrawing from the relationship because of that uh, and because he started believing in Candyman. And when he like she tried to say Candyman five times in front of a mirror and he like freaked out and made like broke mirrors and and then she like uh, basically broke up with him and. Uh, moved in with her brother and and left yeah. him to be by himself uh, until he finally became Candyman. Well, only by the the laundromat dude made him Candyman. Well, you know, but, sometimes a woman won't believe in you. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. We can leave it at that, I guess. Yeah, they won't believe um, in your dreams and things you got going but, on. But uh, uh, this does make me think. The reason why I think like this is a direct sequel is because our main character here is the 
boy that was supposed to be sacrificed by Candyman. So that's why it yeah. feels like a direct sequel. Yeah, I mean, I no, I get it. I get why anyone would say it. I just look at some stuff as like shortcuts to make it easier to create sometimes. Like you just say shit because it makes it easier to get this whole whole thing flowing and going without having because think about it, if this was like a brand new candy man how much shit they gonna have to explain they keep explaining batman fucking uh uh mom and dad dying every goddamn movie and they can't explain who uh who alfred is and yeah and what the bat cave is and what the bat car is and why he wears his suit yeah yeah that makes yeah, sense yeah like you they just you gotta do stuff and a lot of times man what's the runtime on this give me give me the runtime on candy man uh, Candyman has got, I think, just about two hours. Yeah, okay. So, if I think you're right. That's why I asked. A lot of times, uh, motherfuckers are being told that they got to make a long movie, two-hour movie. No, this is only an hour and, like, 32. Okay, well. Yeah, this is short. Okay, I, well, I the other it, side of that is because they just didn't have time. I thought it was two <laughs> I thought it was two hours, and then I watched it last night, and it got over, and I'm like, holy shit. This is, You're I probably thought it right. That probably would help me watch it earlier than I would have because I do – I'm one of those. 91 would, minutes, yeah. I would look at that runtime, and, man, that is a decider if I'm watching this shit or not. Like I, like, like uh, Wakanda. That shit, I think it said three hours. <laughs> I wait you for peace out. To, yeah, I mean, I wait for it to be on HBO. I'm not sitting. Well, I'm they not ain't hitting the HBO, dude. Now, so I'm, I'm be on a, Disney Plus. Okay, wherever <laughs> it's gonna be, hell. If you, I mean, at some, I fuck. I wait for it to be on Blu-ray. Okay, the Red Box. <laughs> <laughs> Still hitting up Red Box? Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I will wait. It just makes it tough, man. Like, and yeah. honestly, some movies. Batman, the Batman, for instance, long film, it don't feel like it. So sometimes you just kind of got to give it opportunity. But you know, the Wakanda, uh, Black Panther in general, when I, it was a moment when that came out, it meant something. That Wakanda shit don't mean nothing to me. Not the way Black Panther. Now that Chadwick Baldwin isn't there, and I don't know if Kendrick Lamar is being the soundtrack. I mean, if if Chadwick could be there, and I still wouldn't have that same. Mm. Because one, I'm not super like. Um, MCU guy, MCU yeah. person, or even comic book movie person, but like you know, I, I well, we'll talk about it. But I, I don't need a sequel to everything. Yeah, you said you said that. Yeah, yeah, I don't need all that. I don't need you to give me if you did what you're supposed to do. Move on to the next story. I don't. I say this about Netflix. Netflix, I have a, a seven a seven episode order, eleven, ten, twelve. This is really like three episodes. Get all that, get all that <laughs> junk out of here, man. You just—it's just audience retention at that point, and it's unfortunate with films. You know, not, ninety minutes is great. Wakanda's gonna be three hours. That means some really, really good film won't get in the theater because of all the time Wakanda's gonna take. It's gonna need more screens to get more yeah. people. So I don't really, I don't really need a bunch of sequels, man. Move on. Let's 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 tell a good story and keep going. Sure. As I, you know, have a short film that I'm. Wrote two sequels for. <laughs> Hypocrite. Hey, <laughs> as most people are. Um, well, we don't need, we don't need to keep talking about uh, Candyman. Um, we'll just uh, go ahead and get our ratings. 
Uh, I don't know if you do ratings on your stuff. You have a letterbox. You don't really use it, but uh, I use it. I don't use it. Okay, <laughs> let's continue. It's just uh, out of five stars. Uh, what um, What do you? Uh, you can do half stars if you want. You can do point seven six if you want to. Whatever you want. Um, just what, max of five stars okay. for Candyman. What I give it? Yeah, five stars. I I give you five stars. I'm gonna tell you why because I think five out of five. I I'm going five out of five because we need more black films. We need more. Uh, appreciation for black cinema, uh, not on Tubi. <laughs> well, I'm 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 gonna celebrate it just because that's what it is. I ain't gonna give it less than five because it's a great film, executed well, and if it was a white film, it would have got five stars. So, yeah. Okay, I was about to say objectively, what would you put it? But if you, yeah, yeah, if is you that, say, yeah, no, that's with what you said at the end, yeah, if you think it's that four, I think it's a four. So I still think it's really good. Yeah, see, and I and I say that I said what I said about that is because for your listeners, whoever get offended by that, there's no, a lot of films, there's a lot of of uh, 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 mediocre white films that get rated very high, and if this was one of those films, it would have been rated like a five. It would have been a classic. It would, you know, it'd have been all the big stuff because it um because that's just kind of how it is, unfortunately. You know, this has a, a, you know, Candyman has a black female director, and that ain't even talked about like that. Ava DuVernay is one that they that that typically gets a lot of credit, but they don't give it to like how many of these type of women uh, and people of color who are making films like this. They still kind of like, you know, this wasn't in the this wasn't this wasn't in the um, theater that long. No, and it was Jordan Peele. No, it was not in the. I actually didn't know it was a female director, but yeah, um, that was a risk for him. He yeah. hired her, but uh, no, I very much did like it. And if and that's a cosign, it. you know, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I get, I and so even with this, I, I that's why, like Black Panther, like some of these other things, you almost need to over the top celebrate these things so they can know. Or, or the powers to be or whoever can know, let's put our money towards making more stuff like this, taking risk on stuff like this. Not always thinking Adam Sandler needs another shot. I don't know, man. I think he needs $250 million every uh, every six months. Netflix lost <laughs> on that deal. Uh, no, I agree. I, I think all studios should take more and more risks, but none of them want to. They just want to keep hiring the same yeah. directors to do the same shit. Because they knew that it makes money, and I mean, I you can hire the same direct. Just make more stuff, man. Make something that makes me feel like it's fresh, it's new, it's it's a, it's a risk. That's the beautiful part about horror. Horror does get but new and original is a risk. They don't like risks. Yeah, but shit. At some point, ain't nobody gonna watch the MCU. Uh, I hope what's so. The, what's the next? Uh, uh, not Silver Surfer. I think no, nah, not Silver Surfer. That's not Quicksilver. Uh, it's a it's a it's a spider. It's someone in the spider. Oh no, when this is a fucking. I just read Shazam. Shazam is taking the Black dump. Adam is the one that's coming out this weekend. Well, well, that's no, DC, that's why I mean Black Adam. Black Adam is taking the shit, which sucks from to me. Uh, some critics are saying that that isn't going to be a banger. They say it's predictable. I'm like, well, fuck when you make twenty fucking <laughs> superhero movies, movies. Yeah, yeah, I kind of can predict it too. Yeah. Let me guess. He wins. Wow. 
<laughs> uh, or if he doesn't, he'll win the next one. Nah, he gonna win. He black Adam. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, there you go. You got a you got a five and a four. Um, for the Candy Man, we both recommend it quite a bit. Um, so that's about it for today's bonus episode for the horror movie marathon. Um, I don't know if we're going to do another bonus episode horror movie, but we might because, uh, my wife is a huge horror movie fan. So she might force me to watch one and make me do an episode over it. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so so much for listening. Um, this will come out, uh, probably this weekend. And then on Monday we will, uh, be doing Black Adam that we just talked shit on, um, uh, which I, I guarantee I will be talking shit on because I don't think it'll be that great. But see, see, we need more black stories. We got blacks, black. I don't know what we call him. Is the rock? What is the rock? Samoan? He's Samoan. Yeah. Samoan. Hawaiian. Black, He's Hawaiian. Hawaiian. Yeah. Nah, man, it's a, it's a five out of five, and I ain't seen it. Black <laughs> Adam, and y'all should have did Black A T O M, what it's supposed to be, and not Adam like Adam Sandler. But uh, how you gonna say uh, this episode is gonna come out this weekend if they hear it is out? Yeah, you told them like, gonna, wait, am I not listening to the episode? <laughs> uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just saying, if you're listening right now, if you're listening right now, we're gonna have an episode uh, on Monday about Black Adam. It's just me and your wife. Is she the only one? Oh, 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 okay. I, I hear what you're saying. If when anybody's hear, listening uh, this weekend. Yeah, I we got you. one coming out. On I the, thought you were saying this episode was coming out this weekend. I'm like, it's out if they win <laughs> it. I got you. It's right. I'm just talking. Whatever. Um, well, look, y'all make sure y'all go listen to the all new Midnight Movie Club. I was just uh, about to say. Go wherever you stream podcasts at this point. I don't need to tell you where to find it because you're listening to one. Uh, Arrowfilms.net. A-R-O-W-E Films.net. Or .com, just depending on when you're watching this. But go Google all that. Google. Man, my shit's out there. You can find it. Yep. If you, and, and, and I'm not telling you go watch watch or watch anything. If I if you go down the list of stuff, I got too much too many things out there. Some stuff ain't on my channel. Some stuff is. But, hey, actually, but be looking out for two projects more specifically if you do like horror, things horror-related adjacent. Good night. Uh, is a short film and Strangers in the Diner is a film that will eventually come out uh, short films that come out so at some point whenever you listen to this 18 months down the line from when I recorded this you could probably go watch those you will yeah. be able to watch those and I'll be on to some other shit or it's gonna be you, on YouTube I don't know I can't speak to that right now <laughs> or, uh, well good night Will okay um, Strangers, um, Strangers I don't know because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna treat that with care we're gonna okay. handle that with care but also, Which I was a part of. I'm gonna be in. Yeah, that he was. Yeah, he he slides a. Um, I slide a cop. No, no, I take the coffee cup, take a sip. Yep, it's officially in there. It's in there. It's in the cut currently right now. And you can watch if you are into documentaries. 65 minutes of Greensburg story uh, is a documentary I produced and created uh, for TV. It was a TV special, and uh, it did really great. And um, there is a moment in the film that is. Probably one of the most intense moments that you'll probably have watching a documentary. Um, if you've never been, in, it, it, well, let me tell you what's about. It's about the Greensburg tornado that happened. Well, I don't know when you list this, but it happened a long time ago, and it wiped out an entire town. Um, I mean, the type of stuff we got in it, uh, we got raw audio from the uh, 
dispatchers or people calling in as their home is being dis, you know, I don't know the right yeah. word, destroyed. And uh, it's all in there, and it's it's emotional, it's impactful. Uh, it's a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor that eventually I hope we get out. So 65 minutes of Greensburg story. Go look it up. You can watch it uh, free. All right. There you go. He's got a lot of. A lot of, lot of stuff coming out. A lot of shit. Got he's, to he's working too much, but uh, all for, all for uh, your guys' entertainment. So yeah, go so. check all that out. Um, and thank you so much for coming on to the the movie Moron and talking uh, a horror movie um, that you are very passionate about and uh, very much like. I'm glad that uh, you forced me to watch this movie because I did very much enjoy it. So. Thank you for coming on, and uh, can't wait to have you back on. All right. <laughs> hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> What an idiot! Well, what do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. All right, to call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people. I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken. <laughs>